we are on air for Fan for Racing Radio. And tonight we are doing our Knoxville Berlin NASCAR Weekend Preview with Hot Topic Sound Off at 10. Joining me for tonight's show, a last-minute change here, we have Andy Lasky. Welcome to the show, Andy. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, it's been a while. Happy to be on. Well, we're happy to have you here. And uh, yesterday has been uh, too long, and I'm happy to have you here. Okay, in our first half hour, we are going to talk about uh, some short track news and uh, some upcoming races from the short track racing world. Then we'll preview the Arkham and Art Series race at Birdland Raceway this weekend, along with just a couple brief updates from the Arca East and Arca West Series. At 9 o'clock, we're going to speak with our guest, uh, and Jay is actually going to call in and be a part of that interview. Uh, Braden and Bryson Mitchell are going to be, uh, they're on the entry list for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series this week at the uh, Knoxville Raceway. They're driving the number 53 for Braden and number 46 for Bryson for G2G Racing, and we'll speak to them uh, at 9 o'clock. Afterward, uh, Andy and I will be back and we'll preview the NASCAR Truck Series race at Knoxville Raceway. And at 9.30, we'll give some updates from the NASCAR Xfinity and Cup Series. Both series are off this weekend. Stay tuned, though, because at 10 o'clock, we have our last and hot topic sound off discussion with the fan for racing crew. And uh, I believe Jay is going to call back here for that. And uh, it will be the three of us. So uh, I haven't heard from Tommy yet if he's going to be able to join us or not. But I'm really excited to see uh, for Hot Topics here tonight. So, Andy, uh, let's go ahead and get started with the uh, Race of America, uh, some of the latest news there. Uh, one of the big headlines there is that Majeski, Ty Majeski, will race on Sunday the Elite Eight Super Late Model Series. Uh, after racing in Knoxville on Saturday, on Sunday, he's going to move on to Slayer and uh, prepare for the Nationals at Slayer Speedway. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal there, and, and he obviously has had a lot of success um, in the late models. I think that uh, that automatically makes him a favorite uh, going into that race and um, certainly one to watch and certainly um, – with only the truck race this weekend, it allows these drivers to go um, make opportunities like that happen. So that'll be that'll be pretty fun. Um, and then kind of looking at some more news here, um, rising star Caden Honeycutt of uh, Willow, Willow Park, Texas, uh, is going to return to G2G Racing for three races in the uh, Camping World Truck Series this year. He's only 18 years old, uh, making his debut back at Martinsville early this season. Um, so for an up-and-coming driver like that, a big deal to get uh, three additional races for sure. Absolutely. Uh, another thing, and, and Sal is actually going to be at Kern County Raceway this weekend, the SR Tour, uh, SRL, Southwest Touring Series, is headed back to Kern County this weekend. Sal will be there uh, for all of the action. Uh, again, those both the uh, Slinger National Race and the uh, – race at Kern County, and, and Jay, Sal, or who am I talking to? Andy. <laughs> that, uh, the, 
the race that you just talked to talked about, that is also at Racing America? Or is that on Flow Racing? Uh, that is Racing America, yes, correct, under latest news. Okay. So uh so that's uh, that's gonna be uh all races that you can watch at Racing America. So uh definitely looking forward to that. Um so, uh, let's see, what else do we have? The Northwest Super Late Models are headed to Hermiston. Uh So, that is the answer to the SRL Southwest Tour. We've got the Northwest Super Late um, Models uh, headed to Hermiston Raceway seven times in its history. So, uh, that's going to be another fun one to watch. Yeah, absolutely. Um Kind of just looking around too at um, some other big stuff here. Uh, the SRX series uh, comes back this weekend. I wasn't aware of that, so uh, pretty excited about that. And uh, they're going to bring national attention to Five Flag Speedway. I think what's cool about the series is is visiting local uh, short tracks around the country and bringing that national attention to them. They kick off that six race schedule starting Saturday, so um, that's going to be that's a lot right. of fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed it greatly last year. Uh, I thought it was a fantastic stretch uh, for six weeks throughout the summer. That should uh, be a lot of fun, and that kicks off, I believe, Saturday night. I'm not 100% sure of the time, but uh, Saturday night on CBS, I do believe. So should be a lot of fun. Looks like uh, Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, CBS. I was looking for that information. Looks like CBS at 7 o'clock. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a good one. I'm not 100% sure if I'll be watching that or not. If not, I'll try to catch up on it when I can. But certainly enjoyed it last year and hope to see some of that again this year. Absolutely. That's a, that's another big one. Also, the ARCA CRA Super Series, uh, the JEG CRA All-Stars Tour, is actually set for a combo event uh, this uh, week at Flat Rock. So another race, uh, a big call for your buck with it being a combo race uh, at uh, Flat Rock, Michigan, uh, for that combo event. So uh, that is in Salem. Let's see, that came out of Salem, Indiana, which is the uh, headquarters for uh, the ARCA series. So uh, definitely uh, Saturday's event is actually the fifth point event of the season for the ARCA CRA Super Series. Uh, the series started its 2016 for a competition uh, at Anderson Speedway on April Light. So uh, uh, you can continue to watch that series in action this weekend at Flat Rock, Michigan. Okay, let's move over to Flow Racing uh, and see what's going on over at Flow Racing and the news there. Um, there are a lot of um, NASCAR weekly touring series events. I usually look at the schedule actually over here uh, to see what races are going on over the weekend. Actually, there's a couple of races that are live right now over at Flow Flow Racing. The 2022 Clash at the Creek, uh, that would be the 14 at 141 Speedway. So uh, if you want to watch some racing, uh, there's actually uh, three races, the Tezos, um, let's see, ASCOC, 
uh, at Ohio Speed Week in Landfill Raceway Park, and then the weekly racing at Thunder Rule uh, Speed Bowl is taking place right now, if you want to watch the action live over at Flow Racing. All right, and uh, taking a look at uh, the schedule for the remaining portion of the weekend, which would be starting uh, tomorrow, um, kind of a lot going on for sure. You've got uh, weekly racing at Stafford Motor Speedway. That's at 5.50 p.m. And then you've got the ASCOC at Limeland Motorsports Park. That's at 6 o'clock. Lucas Oil ASCS at... uh, Texarkana 67 Speedway. That's also tomorrow night at 6:30. Uh, weekly racing at the Autodrome Granby. Weekly racing at Utica Rome Speedway. Um, comp times late models at Magnolia Motor Speedway. That's down in uh, Jay's neck of the woods, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Eastern Storm USAC Sprint at uh, Williams Grove Speedway. That's at 7:30. Uh, weekly racing at Marshalltown Speedway comes after that. Uh, Funny Car Chaos at Cordova, that's at 8. And then uh, SCS Sooner Region at Tulsa Speedway at 8.30. So there's a lot going on here, a couple more of them to close out tomorrow night. The Road to Dirt Cup at Silver Dollar Speedway at 9 p.m. Wrapping it all up with a very busy night of racing, the 2022 Weekly Racing at Ocean Speedway at 9 p.m. So uh, certainly everyone talks about Saturday night short tracking, as you can see, Friday night short tracking also very busy for the local uh, racing events this weekend. Yes, indeed. And there's a whole slew of races uh, going on on Saturday as well. Some of it's carryover from some of the races that uh, Andy just referred to. The Comp Cam's late models at Magnolia Speedway will continue at 6 p.m. on uh, the 18th Saturday. Funny Car Chaos at Cordova, my neck of the woods. Um, actually, uh, you're giving Eastern times, and my times are all Central times. Uh, so the Funny Car Chaos at Cordova starts at 7 p.m. Weekly racing at Oswego Speedway, another one in my neck of the woods, uh, 3 p.m. The NASCAR Weekly Racing at Jennerstown Speedway at 4.30 on Saturday. Weekly Racing at River, Riverhead Raceway at 4.30. The Tezos uh, ASCOC uh, Speed Week at Portsmouth Raceway Park. That's at 5 p.m. Saturday. Doug Hoffman Memorial at Bridgeport Motorsports Park, 5 p.m. Also at 5 p.m. is the Weekly Racing at Fonda Speedway. USAC WC Midgets at Merced, Merced Speedway at 5 p.m. At 5.30, you've got the Arkham Art Series at Royal Raceway. Uh, Andy and I will be talking about that in just a few minutes. Uh, the USAC Open Wheel Madness at Port Royal Speedway, 6 p.m. Saturday. Southern Ultra Series at East Alabama, 6 p.m. Saturday. Also at 6, the weekly racing at Lincoln Speedway. 6 p.m. weekly racing at Forest Motor Speedway. Also at 6, weekly racing at Langley Speedway. Uh, at 6, the Hammer Outlaw Super Late Models at Anderson Speedway. Uh, 6.15, you've got the weekly points race at Fort City Raceway. At 6.15, uh, racing at 34 speed, I'm sorry, 34 Raceway. At 6.30, Lucas Oil ASCS at Boot Hill Speedway. 
So the trip to Berlin this Saturday could be just what the doctor ordered for Daniel Dye. He earned his first and thus far only ARCA Series win at the Michigan Short Track last year in only his second series start. So he's looking to earn a repeat trip to Victory Lane Saturday night. Uh, but there's going to be plenty of competition there to keep him in check. Okay, uh, I'll just kind of continue on here, Jay or uh, Andy, until you get caught up. Uh, that competition includes Rev Racing's Nick Sanchez and Roger Carruth. Uh, they're again tied at the top of the Arkham Mirage Series standings entering the race this weekend. Of the two, Sanchez has made his Arkham starter for a win, finishing sixth last year. Uh, so, Venturi Motorsports is also bringing a, tr- a trio of cars to Berlin that's led by the return, Tom Hetzert. And there's an article on here about uh, Tom's return to the Arkham Road Series. He's scheduled to make the first, his first ARCA Series start since 2018, and he'll be joined on the Venturini squad by Jesse Love and Tony Breidinger. Are you with me yet? Yeah, I'm on the website. I'm just totally lost, honestly. I apologize for that oh, about where we are, but uh, that's okay. I will. I'll just I will get caught up. I'm here. in the pit box. I'm in the pit box. Arkham and Series short track stretch continues at Berlin Raceway, um, but I'll continue on here. Uh, David Gilliland uh, also joins the field at Berlin with Phoenix Raceway Victor Taylor Gray. Uh, he's hoping to earn his second Arkhamenary large series triumph this season. Uh, after uh, mechanical issues, uh, kind of kept him in check last week out at Iowa Speedway. Then there's Sammy Smith. Sammy Smith leads uh, both the Arkhamenary Series East and the Sioux Chief Showdown standings uh, for Kyle Busch Motorsports. He's also expected to be in a contender when the green flag waves on Saturday night. Additional Menard Series regulars expected to compete in Saturday night's race include Greg Van Oltz, Amber Bell, Greg, Brad Smith, among some others, and we'll go through the entry list here in a minute. But two drivers are scheduled to make their ARCA platform debuts on Saturday night. They include Rita Thomason, who is scheduled to drive uh, the number three Chevrolet for Alex Club and Dallas Breer at Brewe, I'm not sure how it's pronounced yet, uh, but Dallas is going to pilot the number 27 Toyota fielded by David Richmond. So uh, the complete entry list, let's take a look and see how many people we have on the entry list. There's two, four, Six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, seventeen cars on the entry list uh, for this 200 lap race in, in Marnie, Michigan. Okay, are you able to see the uh, entry list? Yeah, Andy? just taking a look through this. I am, and. Um Actually, taking a look through here, I was just making note of some um, pretty solid names here, of course. Um, 
Nick Sanchez had a very good year so far. Uh, Raja Karuth coming off um, a strong run in the truck series. Actually, just a couple weeks ago, he's going to be uh, someone to reckon with. Uh, Taylor Gray is, has already won a race at Dover this year. Um, he was very strong there. I would expect him to be a, a factor for sure. Sammy Smith, who um, will drive for Kyle Busch Motorsports, uh, he's going to be running some Xfinity Series races. Later this year for Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, Jesse Love obviously um, had a pretty good success in the past. Uh, looking on down through here to name some more, Daniel Dye, Brad Smith, and uh, Rita Thomason rounds out the field. So it's a pretty good field. There's some pretty good uh, names on that list, and I think uh, some guys and, and some girls that can really uh, you know, put together some strong runs. So pretty, pretty decent entry list here, just taking a first glance at it. Yes, it is. It's, like I said, 17 people on that list, but uh, this is one race, but two series are going to gain points in this race, the Arkham Menard Series and then the Suchik Showdown. So uh, it's the third leg for the Suchik Showdown, who will have 10 races of the 20 races that are run by the Arkham Menard Series. So uh, right now it's Sammy Smith uh, leading the Arca East, uh, and I believe he's also leading the points in the uh, uh, Suchi Showdown. But for the Arkham Menard Series, the leader is actually Nick Sanchez, who is tied with his teammate, Roger Carruth. Yeah, and that's yeah, quite impressive, you, you know, to be, to be at uh, this point in the season, um, to, you know, to be – at um, be tied in the point standings is pretty impressive for sure. Um, you know, at this point in the year, after a few races. Yes, indeed. Only 12 points behind them is Daniel Dye. Uh, that's how close this is. Uh, Tony Breidinger uh, sits in fourth place, followed by Amber Bouncer to uh, round out the top five. The next five drivers, uh, we'll start with the first three, uh, Greg Van Oak, Zachary Tinkle, and Brad Smith. Uh, those drivers, the top eight drivers, have raced all six races so far in the Arkham Series 20 race schedule. Uh, the next two drivers have raced four of the six races, and that would be Corey Heim in sitting in ninth place and Connor Mosek in tenth place. Uh, so uh, there's some uh, there's a couple places here where it's kind of tight between, uh, let's see, is that uh, Tony Breidinger and, and Amber Balkan only four points separate those two drivers. So I'm sure uh, they're, they're uh, looking to be the top female artists back in our series. Yeah, and they've got room for improvement as far as improving uh, in the standings as well. Cody Reidinger is only four points out of four, so certainly room to get up inside the top five there. You know, even mm-hmm. more so than, than she's currently at. And then Daniel Dye is in third, but he's only three points from the lead, so he has the ability to go take the points lead potentially this weekend. So, um, you know, Gus Dean back there in sixth, he's only you know six points back of fourth. So pretty tight points battle here, meaning there's a lot of room for for improving. Or hopefully, if you you have a hopefully if you don't have a bad race, um, or if you did have a bad race, you could really fall quite a bit back in the standings, so it's important to try to go have a good run, and certainly a win uh, will be the best possible scenario. So, But uh, a lot of room for, 
for changes here, and we could certainly see some big uh, movement in the points when this race is over with. When we look at the Sioux Chief Showdown uh, points, Sammy Smith is at the top of that uh, list, and eight points behind him is Connor Mosack. Uh, so a little bit of a shake-up there in the points uh, with the Sioux Chief Showdown, with just two races in so far. Nick Sanfield sits in, in uh, third place. He's just one point behind Connor Mosack. Roger Karut just two points behind Nick Sanchez. Taylor Gray rounds out the top five, uh, and he is, what, three points behind Roger Karut. The next five drivers, uh, and actually Jesse Love, I'm sorry, Daniel Dye and Taylor Gray and Jesse Love are all three tied for that fifth spot. So that's pretty tight right there. Uh, Tony Breidinger is in eighth place at uh, six points back from uh, that fifth spot. And then Alex Club sits at 51 points. That's, uh, what, nine points back. And Amber Balkan rounds up the top ten. She is three points back from Alex Club. So pretty tight so far with just two races in. It is tight, and um, I believe it's this weekend's also a Sioux Chief Showdown race, correct? So it's going to be yes, it uh, room to mix it up a little bit. And, um, you know, certainly I certainly would expect it to be pretty interesting <laughs> when it's all said and done this week. It is going to be interesting. Now, just to, just to point out the other races that are going to be part of the Sioux Chief Showdown, we have uh, Elko, Mid-Ohio, uh, Lucas Oil, uh, Indianapolis Raceway Park, uh, Watkins Glen, Milwaukee Miles, Duquoin, that's on dirt, uh, and then Bristol Motor Speedway will be the finale for the Sioux Chief Showdown. So a lot to look forward to in that series. There is. There's a not only a lot of up-and-coming talent, but a very versatile schedule. Uh, just looking at the racetracks that they'll be headed to this year, so... Um, there's a lot to look forward to. I, I think that it's going to be um, a lot to uh, be excited about as the season progresses. And just to give uh, some quick updates here in the Arca Menard Series, uh, the Arca East will next be racing. Uh, it's going to be a while for the Arca East. Their next race isn't until August the 28th, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, the Sprecher 150 at the Milwaukee Mile. Uh, so that sounds like it could be one of those triples again, where it's one race but three series all racing for points. Uh, and the Arca West, their next race is July 2nd at Irwindale Speedway. Um, I should mention that the race at Milwaukee Mile will be televised on Mad TV. The Arca West race will be live streaming on Flow Racing. So that's the Napa Auto Parts 150 presented by the West Coast Stock Car Hall of Fame. Uh, and that's 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern. So, uh, again, I know we've got a lot to look forward to here. Uh, now, I'm coming up, and uh, Jay Hughesman is here, so I'm going to bring him in for the kids. Uh, Jay, uh, I know you're here for our guests that are coming up, Brayden and Bryson Mitchell. Why don't you give us a little background information here? Welcome. Well, that's one of the things. Yeah. Thank you, Sharon, and thank you, Andy, so much for filling in tonight. I know it was kind of short notice the way things went, but I appreciate that. 
Um, the opportunity come up with the uh, Mitchells both going to attempt the uh, race here at Knoxville. I know Bryson has uh, made an attempt at Eldora. Uh, we'll talk to him a little bit about that coming up. I just heard from him. They're getting ready to call in as well. But they're from the Tuscumbia Muscle Shoals area of northern Alabama. Uh, I've spent a lot of time around them here at dirt tracks in the local area. So it was really exciting to be able to get them on the show and talk about what they got coming up here uh, at Knoxville and what they've been up to. So I know they should be calling in in just a minute, Sharon, whenever you get the number. Should be a 205 number. Yeah, I'll let you number. know when they come in the queue here. Uh, Brayton is the oldest brother. Bryson, the youngest brother. Uh, they'll be driving. Brayton is driving the number 53 uh, for J2G Racing, and Bryson is driving the number 46 for G2G Racing this weekend. So those will be drivers to watch for sure. Yeah, I know we've talked about a couple that we've seen elevate um, from this area that I know personally. So that's always really exciting, uh, you know. And I know Sharon, even you, of ones we've had on the guest or as a guest early on in their career as they get to the NASCAR's top level, to have that direct, immediate connection. And we've had that focus on short track racing uh, here as of as of late. Okay, I believe. At least one of them is here. I don't know if they're on the same number or if they're calling in separately, but uh, why don't you go ahead and do some introductions? All right. Well, the interview will be with uh, Braden and Bryson Mitchell, uh, both. Uh, I'm going to assume maybe they're on speakerphone. Uh, who am I talking to to start with? Braden or Bryson, are you there? Okay, I don't know who that is they called in there. <laughs> Maybe they're on mute. Okay. Are you on mute, guys? Okay, they're going to try to call That's back it. in. Okay. okay. Uh, obviously, we couldn't hear them, so. Well, and I know uh, if you saw my post, I know they were already traveling on their way to Iowa. Uh, that's what I'm getting ready to follow, a little bit behind and going a little further north. But they were already on their way to Iowa, and uh, we're going to call in as we were. they were rolling. Okay, well, let's uh, try this again. Brighton and Bryson, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay, hey, guys. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, I was going to ask the same question. First question is, which one am I talking to where you got it on speakerphone? <laughs> Is this, is this Bryson or Braden? Sharon, can you hear him? No, I can't hear him, no. Braden or Bryson, are you there? Yes. Yeah. Okay, is it okay, Brayden or Bryson? <laughs> can you can y'all hear now? Yeah, we can yeah, hear we're you good. now, but we don't know which okay, one we're talking good. to. This is Braden Bryson. He's on the call. He's standing right beside me. Oh, okay. Okay. So Br- you're going to start with Braden. Yes. Yeah. All right. That, that'll work. Thank you. That'll work, Sharon. Thank you. Uh, Braden, I'm going to let you give even a little more background. Uh, I talked a little bit about you before you come on here, though. 
but talk about what you and your brother, as it pertains to racing, where you've been, what, what got you to the point where you're at today. Um, we, of course, we ran dirt for years. Um, we started out mini stock, worked our way up. Um, and then we started running some crate stuff. And then, uh, we eased over into the super world a little bit. And our car owner wanted to do a little asphalt racing. So we've, uh, we started doing that. It's, um, it's been really fun. And, uh, now we're going to try this truck racing and kind of see where we line up with the, the pros. Well, and that's what I, t- I was telling everybody. I know uh, your family, and if if you have it on speakerphone, I'm going to give a big shout-out to Brian and Brandy running North Alabama Speedway for uh, for quite a while because that's how I got to know y'all. Uh, doing a great job up there. But with that, you talk about that that moving up, and I know you've moved both had moved up into late models the last time I saw you. Uh, what is that step like that from, you know, if you talk to the fans about that, and then the jump to an asphalt car, how much of a change – or how much can you carry over from a dirt track late model to, say, any kind of super stock or late model on the asphalt side? So we uh, the only asphalt cars we've, we are running now is the pro late models, and uh, it's a world of difference. Um, every, I mean, everything driving aspect is different. It, um, it's a lot. I don't The car does not feel like it moves much as a dirt car, and it... Um, it's just totally different feeling in the seat. It, uh, it's a lot quicker, I will say that. <laughs> you don't have to deal with no dust or dirt on your car, that's for sure. <laughs> that's, that's a nice thing. But uh, we, we didn't really roll over a lot. Um, you know, there were some things as far as compared to a super late model, throttle control is totally different. You know, we, we got to use that a lot. But uh, it... Uh, it, it has definitely been a, uh, a culture change and, a, and driving. All right. L- last question I got before you, before I turn it over to Sharon, and then I'll come back and talk to Bryson a little bit. Um, this opportunity, we put a big focus here at Fan for Racing on the short track and the connection. And I know Bryson has run Eldora before. But how is that connection? I know NASCAR as a whole has kind of put that emphasis out there, too, of looking back at the roots. We see a lot of top, top drivers returning to some short tracks. How has that helped you and affect your decision and ability to go and do this uh, on asphalt as well as at the, the NASCAR level? I'm sorry. You broke up just a little bit. Can you repeat that? With the, with the emphasis both NASCAR and then ourselves here at Fan for Racing are putting on Short track racing, uh, you know, the roots of racing, going back to your short track. How has that been felt by drivers, the impact it's had, and the opportunities and ability for you guys to move up into asphalt and then even up to the, the NASCAR level with the truck series? So, um, it, I don't guess I got very good service. It's coming in and out. Um, can you uh can you repeat that? I apologize. I was trying to find out what no, that's all right. that we're... I was just asking the impact that NASCAR has recently put on um short track racing, which is what fan for racing has followed suit, covering the short track racing a little bit more. That exposure, how that's helped you as drivers 
get the opportunity to go asphalt racing and up into the cup level or NASCAR level, you with the truck series. So it it gave us a lot more coverage with the with the sponsorship, you know, the sponsorship side of things. It's uh, it's very good for it's very good for our image and racing itself. So it um, it helped us a lot as far as you know the the coverage of everything, being able to being able to move around and do them different things has helped us tremendously in this whole thing. All right. Well, I'm going to turn it over to Sharon here, and she's going to talk to uh, I don't, you and Bryson, and then I'll come back and wrap up with Bryson uh, before we let you go. Uh, I know you're on the okay. road, but Sharon's got a couple of questions about your current opportunity. Okay. Yes. Uh, Brayton, we understand that uh, yourself and your brother Bryson are going to be uh, competing with G2G Racing this weekend, I believe. You're going to be driving the number 53, and Bryson's going to be in the number 46. How did this come about for you to get this opportunity in uh, the NASCAR Truck Series? Okay. My, uh, so, actually, uh, the G2G, my brother is actually driving for G2G, and I'm my car owner, Sparks Motorsports, he actually owns the truck I'm in. So we're, we're running this one for Sparks Motorsports. Um, so... We're we're gonna try to we're gonna actually both be running for Sparks. We didn't have another truck and couldn't get it in time ready, you know, to both run for the same team. But it uh, it 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 worked out where we could both race. So it's uh, that's what we had to do. And uh, we are actually we're considering you know, running a little bit of more on the asphalt of the truck, you know, as things come around. Okay. Uh, now, as it relates to, um, as it relates to racing at Knoxville Raceway this weekend, have you guys raced at that track before? Um, only, only thing I've run the truck, I ran the Eldora dirt race uh, a few years back but this is the this is the first time my brother's ever been in the truck and the first time I've I've been in the truck in three years so it's um it's gonna be a, another big learning curve for us Okay, I'm back. <laughs> uh, somehow I got disconnected there, so I don't know. Okay. Were you able to answer the question? Do what? I'm sorry. Sorry, I got cut out, and I had to call back in. I didn't hear the response to your question. Oh. Um, this is the... Uh... He was asking about, can you repeat the question, if you don't mind? Uh, it's, it's, uh, my service is kind of in and out. I apologize. Oh, okay. Uh, I was asking you, uh, uh, about Knoxville Raceway. Have you guys raced at Knoxville Raceway before? Oh. 
No, ma'am. This this will be our uh, this will be our first race at Knoxville. Oh, okay. So, how do you prepare for a track that you've never raced at before? We watch a lot of videos. Um, we also do the sim racing, you know, just to get the feel of the racetrack, kind of, you know, where to let off, where to match the gas, as much as we can to do the to make us feel like we can perform at our where we need to be if we've never been to the place. The video videos of past races go a long way. <laughs> Well, and and that's good. It's good that you have that radio, um, I'm sorry, that video available uh, to review. And, and to have you guys done any iRacing? Uh, yes, ma'am. We, we've done very little. Um, we we I own the iRacing setup, and we've done it some. And then Joey Gates actually let us use his this past week to lay down some laps. We we spent some time on the on the simulator to to get us ready. I'm not going to say it's 100% like it, but it'll definitely help you in a lot of a lot of situations. Okay. I'm going to hand the mic back over to uh, Jay. Jay? All right. Well, I want to wrap up here with Bryson. Uh, I know it might not be the best topic to talk about, but you have the experience of, of Eldora. Now, I know Knoxville is going to be a little bit different, but there, too, talk about how different even a dirt track up there is from down here. Um, that That's actually Braden. He went to Eldora. So he would know I've never been to either. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Bryson. I thought you were the one that, that got the truck started at uh, Eldora. No, sir. That was Braden. Okay, Braden, then tell me tell me that, of that experience and, and how that will help out here at Knoxville. You know, it, it'll it'll help out a lot. That the Knoxville deal let me uh, experience what the truck was going to feel like on dirt, um, and I, I'm gonna roll all that over that I possibly can. You know, to Knoxville, which I know the banking's different and the dirt's different. Dirt's a lot different in Ohio and to Iowa, I'm sure. But you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what the track conditions bring and use all that we can that we learned from at Eldora to Knoxville. It's kind of kind of see where it takes us. All right. Well, we wish you the best of luck. And uh, before I let you do uh, any sponsor shout-outs, I know I got Randall Kelsey, Lowell Landers, Susan Clayton, Mitchell Wilson, uh, Janet Osborne, and Joey Mitchell uh, all giving shout-outs and wishing you the best of luck, uh, as we do as well. What other shout-outs would you like to give there uh, before we, we let you go? Oh, I would like to say thanks to Sparks Motorsport, uh, Sparks Energy Inc., Swift Performance and Machine, and Merlin Gates Motorsport. He, Joey Gates helped me get this truck ready this week. It, it took my whole team to get this thing ready. My my dirt guys were working on a you know an asphalt truck, and they it, it was a big learning curve for them. Also, my family was up here helping. Any it took a whole team to make this thing happen, and I'm very thankful for every one of them. All right. Well, again, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, I'll try and wave as I go by. I'm going all the way up to Minnesota, not quite Canada, but Minnesota uh, tomorrow night. So I'll wave as I go by. The best of luck there on Saturday night, Knoxville Speedway in Iowa. Thank you, guys. Okay. Thank you. All, all right. That again is Braden. Oh, Sharon. You, okay, Sharon, you got it? I got it. 
Jay, thank you so much. Uh, we really appreciate you securing the guest and being here for the interview. So thank you very much. All right, now I'm going to try and come back in here in a few minutes for hot topics as well. I know Andy's going to stay on for hot topics, so I'll try and call back in for hot topics. Okay, we'll talk to you then. All right, right, that was uh, Brayton and Bryson Mitchell, drivers of the number 53 and 46, uh, the 53 car for Sparks Motorsports, the number 46 car for G2G Racing, and uh, they will be uh, qualifying uh, for the NASCAR Truck Series race at Knoxville Raceway on Saturday. So two trucks to keep your eyes on uh, for this weekend, Andy. Yeah, that's going to be exciting, and it's it's always fun to see uh, up-and-coming drivers, the local drivers, if you will, um, from a special background like dirt racing, uh, get an opportunity like that. I mean, that's what the sport's about is, is uh, allowing drivers – to, to make their way up through and, and um, you know, I've always enjoyed seeing what the dirt racers can do against the regular truck series regulars. And um, it'll be fun to see how they stack up. And I think given their experience and, and what they're used to, it uh, should be a lot of fun for them. And, and I think that they have a chance to run well. So certainly looking forward to that. Okay. We're going to uh, move on now to the Camping World Truck Series race at Knoxville Raceway. Uh, it's the Clean Harbors 150 on Saturday, June the 18th. Uh, it should start sometime around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the purse for that race is $629,075. There will be a pre-race show on FS1 and then also on the radio at MRN and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. They'll be racing a distance of 75 miles over 150 laps. The first stage is uh, 40 laps, ends on lap 40. Second stage is 50 laps, ending on lap 90. And then the final stage ends on the last lap for 60 laps on lap 150. So uh, when it comes to the uh, Camping World Truck Series, uh, one thing that I know a lot of fans look forward to is the freezings. Uh It's not just uh, one freezing that will be at the racetrack this weekend. Right, that's um, it's going to make it interesting. It is interesting how that's going to be uh, this weekend for sure. So, um, the cool thing about these dirt races is it's not really your typical race. It's always different, and um, it, that's what makes it a lot of fun.
I am back for our Band for Racing Radio, and coming up next is our Hot Topic Sound Off with the Band for Racing crew. Again, I'm expecting uh, both Jay Huseman and uh, Jay, uh, I'm sorry, Andy Lasky to be calling in. I'm going to send a quick note to Andy um, to see if we can get him back into the and uh, see if we can get this going. Okay. I sent the message to Andy. Uh, I know Jay's down the road. He's going to be calling in while he is traveling. Uh, He's going to... to be up in Minnesota this weekend. He'll be driving right by Knoxville Raceway, and uh, that'll be fun. I know Sal, another member of our Van Racing crew, is going to be out at Kern County Raceway Park this weekend uh, for the SRL race uh, that's taking place there, and I know one of his goals is to see if we can get the race winner on our show for Monday night, so... uh, Hopefully that will happen. We'll have to wait and hear from him. And we'll keep you posted on social media uh, with who our guest will be for Monday Night Show. Okay. Now, um, just uh, we're waiting here for uh, Andy and for Jay to call back in. I'm going to see. I'm going to try to leave a text message and see if maybe I can get Andy that way. Okay. So, again, I'm expecting them to be calling in here in just a few minutes. All right. Uh, I'm not sure what the technical issue is here tonight. Uh, Hopefully I'll see uh, both Andy and Jay call back in for hot topics. I'll send a message to Jay as well. And see if we can get them in here. Bear with us. All right. Okay, messages have been sent. We'll see what happens. I've not heard from Tommy, so I don't know if Tommy's going to be calling in or not. 
So let's see here. Chat. Okay. All right. Uh, if I'll tell you what, if I do not hear from Andy or Jay here in the next few minutes, I uh, will have to call it a night. Okay, I just heard from Jay, and apparently uh, Andy and Jay are having some technical debt. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I um, just got a message from Jay, and it doesn't sound like Andy and Jay are going to be able to call in. We're having some kind of technical difficulty, and uh, so there will be no hot topics here for tonight. Uh, Our sincerest apologies. Again, I apologize for the technical difficulties that we have experienced here on Gamper Racing Radio tonight. Uh, We hope you do enjoy the weekend of racing that's coming up uh, with both the Truck Series race at Knoxville Raceway and the Arkham Art Series race at Berlin Raceway in Marnie, Michigan. We will be back on air this coming Monday night with Sal Segala for the review show. And as I mentioned earlier, hopefully we'll have the winner from the SRL race out of Kern County Raceway this weekend. So with that, we'll call it a night, guys. And uh, again, my apologies uh, for the technical difficulties. We'll look forward to seeing you on the other side of the weekend. Good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.